Hey, it's Nelvin Medora here, and I want to talk to you today about social media algorithms. Now, they of course dominate the landscape today, but they're actually quite simple at their core. There's a lot of machine learning going on and a lot of different tactics and a lot of different things going on overall, but for the most part, the algorithms on social media are designed to keep engagement, so that means showing you stuff that you like or at least stay on the platform for. They are also designed to keep you on the platform long enough to show you a bunch of ads. That's how the social networks make money. And so therefore, if we work backwards to how they make money, that's what they're going to try to optimize for. So let's take an example. We're going to design a simple algorithm right over this podcast right now. So Twitter, you know what Twitter is. You get a couple hundred characters and you get to say, hey, what's up? And that's that's it. That's a single tweet right there. But there's these things called Twitter threads that have really been taking over lately. And people are like, they're taking over the algorithm. But why? What's going on here? So a Twitter thread is when you say, hey, what's up? That's one tweet. Then you can add on another tweet, almost like a comment. And you say, my name is Neville. You could say another tweet. Then you say another one, have a great day. So the single tweet that we made has the opportunity to get liked once. You press the little heart button, you like it once. The tweet thread we made, however, has the opportunity to get liked three times, meaning I could like the first tweet, I could like the second tweet, I could like the third tweet. So which one do you think has more points? If each heart is worth a point, then the thread, of course, had three points, and the single tweet only had the opportunity to get one point. So if we make a simple algorithm together, that we are the new Twitter and we have to make the algorithm, the first thing we would do is say, well, how much engagement does a tweet have? Well, how do we count engagement? How do we tell the computer what engagement means? Well, we'll say, okay, if they view a tweet, that's just one point. We'll just give it, just if they see it at all, we'll give them one point. And how about this? We'll give them another point if they get a like. So if someone clicks like or heart, they get one point. And if someone retweets it, maybe we'll give them two points because they liked it so much that they shared it. That means a lot. And then maybe if they has a picture in the tweet and someone clicks on it, that means they wanted to, they're curious about the picture. So they took, clicked on it. That's another point. So imagine you have a single tweet. Well, you could just like it. You could maybe retweet it. You could comment on it. So that's roughly four points right there. But what if you have a tweet thread where it's three tweets in a row? In that case, you can like the first tweet. You could retweet it. You could comment on it. Then you can like the next tweet, then the next tweet. So of course, the tweet thread is going to have more and more potential to go viral than the single tweet would. So this is why tweets have been dominating the algorithm. Now, of course, this is a massive simplification of the algorithm, but it works roughly in the same manner. So the similar thing works on other platforms also. So for example, I was in a Facebook group just perusing around and there was this post and it got zero likes, zero comments, zero shares. So of course, if I'm Facebook's algorithm, I would assume this post stinks because no one wants to interact with it. And look what it says. It, here, there's a guy posting and it says, a friend of mine is starting a lawn care business to get the word out and getting his business started. It, he's offering a free mow. If anyone is interested in getting their yard or lawn mode for free, email contact at whatever or message me and I'll send over your contact info to him. Okay, so this guy is offering a free yard mowing, yet no one's commenting on it. What's going on? So the actual thing that he did wrong was he didn't encourage liking or commenting. So this post got zero posts, zero points. So he said, if anyone is interested in getting your yard or lawn mowed, email this address. So people email that address to get it, but they didn't like or comment. If he had said, comment lawn care in the comments, 
and I'll give you your contact information to him, then a lot of people would have commented and Facebook's algorithm would have said, oh, people are commenting on this post. It must be important. So there's another post in that group and it says, uh, this one asked for uh, responses and it generated a ton of comments and it got interaction. So it says, hey guys, looking for some leads on loans, inventory financing for my e-com business, blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, banks are out of the question since we're almost six months old. What are some good banks we can use or methods we can use? So he asked for help in the comments and all these people responded and then people responded to those responses Then he responded to those responses. So if you count all the comments on here, Facebook's algorithm is going, whoa, there's 20 plus points on this post. So they had to decide between showing this post with 20 plus points or that other guy's post with the free lawn mowing with zero points, which one do you think they're going to show? If you were Mark Zuckerberg and your goal was to keep people active on Facebook and show them ads, which of these posts would you show to the users? That's one. It's the one with the higher points. So a lot of people talk about these Facebook algorithms and stuff as if there's some magic mystical creatures that they're dangerous, but at the same time, they are just trying to optimize to keep people on the platform and to keep people looking at ads. That's pretty much it. So if you think about a simple point system like this, that is how social media works. So if more people interact with your title, if more people click on your thumbnail, if more people watch your, uh, Thing all the way through, that is more points. And different social uh, algorithms measure success differently. So for example, YouTube is totally different than Twitter. Twitter's just reading stuff, right? So YouTube actually has great analytics. So for example, there's a title, and if people click your title every time they show in the algorithm, you have a CTA, meaning they take the amount of clicks you get divided by the amount of times they showed you. If that number is higher, you have a higher points. If your thumbnail does better and gets more clicks, you have a higher CTA again. And then they have other tells with YouTube. So for example, if there's a 20 minute video, but everyone only watches three seconds of it, then leaves, then YouTube says, well, this must be a crappy video. And our goal is to show them ads and keep them on the video. So we're going to show a different video instead. And so there's all these different point systems that these social networks have, but they're not that complicated. So next time you're thinking about a social media algorithm, just remember, it's not that complicated. Think of it in points, every action, Every time someone stays really long and participates in something, it gets more points. So if you want to get your own social media posts shown more, think about points. My name is Neville Medora. I'll talk to you later.